I got a beard. I like your beard. I'm so glad you approved. Yeah, right. Grizzly Adams had a beard. Grizzly Adams did have a beard. He's a man. He had a beard. St. Damien's beard. All right, welcome to episode one of the Bible Beardcast. I'm Jonathan. And I'm Mike. Welcome, everybody. All right, so uh, episode zero, we kind of did a little introduction of who we were. We gave our email address, and um, right away, this is our episode one. And uh, we thought, or I thought, I guess, since it's been, uh, I've been studying uh, closely the book of Nehemiah. And uh, I know when I first was reading the material that I had for the camp, the revival camp that actually Illustrated Faith is doing. Uh, I hadn't, I didn't know a lot about Nehemiah. Maybe do uh, you have uh, some some tidbits about Nehemiah? Maybe that I didn't know. No, not really. I mean, I know from what I've read, it being closely connected to Ezra, you know, in in earlier early transit translations, they were connected and even um, together. In, in so just stuff like that and I know that Nehemiah comes you know after the Babylonian captivity and they're sort of rebuilding Jerusalem and the, and the wall and, and the stuff like that so I know that's kind of the context or the background of Nehemiah yeah and uh, so what I did is I was invited to speak at a camp uh, it was a small church um, camp out kind of near Lake Tahoe and I, I wanted to use the revival camp stuff that uh shano had from illustrated faith and so mm-hmm. i adapted each of my talks to it using the different like rebuild i don't know if you've seen the revival stuff Mm-mm. the camp revival stuff um it's pretty awesome i think <laughs> i i enjoyed it we had like i printed like this workbook for the kids to like journal mm-hmm. stuff in every day and i was read i read this the book of nehemiah and then i listened to it and then i read it again and i started to kind of understand and hear some things in it and so i broke it out into the different days of like uh revive restore rebuild grow mm-hmm. grounded things like that and cool. one of the things that i i i kind of skim skimmed over was uh under the grow part and i saw that uh nehemiah and his you know the people that were helping him build the wall they kind of had to grow in their relationship with, with god mm-hmm. despite all this kind of uh you know, haters talking to him, making fun of him all the time. And, right. And uh, so I, uh, I know it's a, that's a big topic right now in schools is, uh, you know, the bullying and things like that. And it's been all over. And, um, and I've done some study on it. And I've, you know, spoken in schools and classrooms and, you know, with groups that I've worked with things. But um, the, the way that Nehemiah uh, responded, I think was pretty awesome. And when I was ta- talking to the kids, I, I, I told them, I said, what do you think would happen if you came across a bully and you responded in the way that Nehemiah responded? And uh, it was, it was kind of funny to get the responses. Like the night before I said, Hey, read this verse. And tomorrow we're going to talk about it. And uh, just to let you know that it's pretty funny and you have to find the humor part in it. So, um, how about uh, do you have your you have your Bible there, right? I you, do. You were looking at some. How I'll have you read it since you have like the the uh, the mic 
Beasley voice. No, yeah. And Nehemiah. So, uh, I'd say Nehemiah <laughs> chapter four. Okay. And maybe just, uh, one through, what is it, like five? Okay. All right. Do we have to, like, stand up? Does your church stand up when you read the word? Sure. We have a lectern and, um. Does the congregation stand up? Oh, like, to receive it? No, yeah. they're sitting. Yeah. I, but I we went have. To, I went to a church. It was, it was like a, it, I mean, it was it was pretty cool. He like stood, you know, he had a special lectern to read the word, and he's like, "Hear the word of the Lord," and everyone stood up. And then after he was done, there was some kind of a, a response, like, uh, "This is the word of God," or For this the is, people of God. Thanks yeah. be to God. That. Yeah, this is people. Yeah, it was at the Presbyterian Church. They're like, they're right. like, "Praise be to God." I was like, "Awesome, that's cool." Yeah, the Bible's awesome. So I'm not gonna stand up because then it's harder to, uh, you know. Talking to the microphone. <laughs> All right. All right. You got it. Are you gonna make me say this guy's name? Which one? Sandballot. Yeah. Just call him Sandballot. That's what I called him. Or uh, okay. what's the other guy? Tobiah. Tobiah. Ammonite. Ammonite. Yeah, that's not too hard. But Sandballot. What'd you say? Sandballot. <laughs> that's what I call him. Sandy. We call him Thanks. Sandy. <laughs> We're just gonna rename the people in the Bible because it's easier to say. So we're going to call them Sandy and Toby. How about that? <laughs> Sandy and Toby. All right. Yes. All right. When Sanballat heard that we were rebuilding the wall, he became angry and was greatly incensed. He ridiculed the Jews, and in the presence of his associates and the army of Samaria, he said, what are those feeble Jews doing? Will they restore their wall? Will they offer sacrifices? Will they finish in a day? Can they bring the stones back to life from those heaps of rubble, burned as they are? Tobiah the Ammonite, who was at his side, said, What they are building, if ever a fox climbed up on it, he would break down their walls of stones. Now, you want me to go on from there to where? <laughs> yeah, but that's pretty That's pretty hilarious. Like, Yeah, like, it is pretty funny. I, I imagine these like two like uh, like Tweedledee and Tweedledum guys standing there mm -hmm. being like, What are they doing? Do -do -do. If, the, if the fox ran across <laughs> it, do -do -do. You know, okay. <laughs> Yeah, and then this is this is the Nehemiah's response. Which yeah, was hilarious. Which is awesome. Yeah, yeah. Hear us, O our God, for we are despised. Turn their insults back on their own heads. Give them over as plunder in a land of captivity. Do not cover up their guilt or blot out their sins from your sight, for they have thrown insults in the face of the builders. There we go. So. Mm -hmm. So the the uh, the humor I found in that was, well, first of all, I don't know like physical appearance of Nehemiah, but uh, if he was a cupbearer for the king, he probably wasn't obviously a warrior kind of a guy. He was probably a smaller guy, I would guess. Uh -huh. And these bigger, you know, uh, guys like making fun of him. And this more than this time, there was a couple of times they made fun of him. And yeah. he kind of turned to them. And I just kind of, in my mind, I see him turning to them and just being like, start praying, you know, hands up, full on, praying <laughs> to God. And these guys looking at him like, what are you, this, this, what's going on? <laughs> right. And, uh, and there was no, you know, there was no response after that. It was like, all right, we're moving on. Yeah. Well, yeah. Right after that, verse six says, so we rebuilt the wall till all of it reached half its height for the people worked with all their heart. So yeah, they... Just kept right on about it. They moved on. So what I talked about in 
for with with the kids and stuff. And I think even as adults, we don't really know how to handle bullying. Sure. I mean, it's kind of we kind of learn how to uh, you know face adversity or. If, if someone's saying something that you don't necessarily agree with, it's not necessarily, I think, bullying in a way. It's just learning to, to deal with people. Um, so I don't know how how it would how our response as adults would be different for kids from this story. Because obviously, we're not going to stand up and someone's bullying us for something and start praying this curse on people because it would be received as uh, we're crazy. But right. same with kids. But I think what I kind of get from this for the for the kids and even for myself is uh, Nehemiah was so close in his relationship with God that that was the first thing he responded to. And sure. not only that, knowing the rest of the story of Nehemiah, I mean, he was an amazing leader, even though that wasn't kind of his primary, you know, calling in life, I guess. He just kind of was so sad that the wall was broken that he decided to that he was going to be the one to rebuild it. And, uh, of course, at the end of Nehemiah, when the wall was rebuilt, it says that, uh, you know, God's glory was shined because they had finished it so soon. So what yep. I was, when I was talking to the kids, I was saying, hey, you know what? Nehemiah was so strong in his faith that he didn't let anyone bring him down, and he just kind of kept on forging ahead. And uh, mm. yep. I mean, it was a long time since I was a kid. I was, you know, it's been a, it's been a couple of years. Um, so do you have a, do you have any, uh, bullying experience? I mean, or well, bu- bully or bullied? I do. And you know, it's kind of weird because I mean, I have, I mean, as a kid, um, you know, I was like, uh, well, I, I look different than you saw me on the ship. Uh. <laughs> I was tall, but I was like really, really thin, you know? And, um, like, you know, so just, I mean, if I was, a, I was a cup bearer, I guess I was a tall cup bearer, but I wasn't like a, a, a brawny cup bearer by any means. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I, I can remember being bullied. Uh, I, but, but also at the same time, you know, we were talking about how we're both married. We're both dads. Yeah. And, um, I mean, you know, my daughter right now is in middle school, which is like bullying ground zero in some respects, you know. And, um, I mean, there's been a few times when she's come home and, you know, and she tells me about some bullying incident. And of course, you know, my first inclination is, all right, I'm heading down to the school. I'm taking care of this right now, you know? And, uh, but I mean, I mean, you, you can't sit there and pray a curse over someone (laughs) when you're being bullied, nor I think as a parent can you run down to the school every time there's an issue, you know? Yeah. Uh, you kind of have to learn to, to deal with it in the right ways. Right. Yeah. It was, yeah, similar. Um, Jade or, uh, Jaden, who's, uh, 14, she's, she does a lot, a lot of like theater stuff. Mm-hmm. And, uh, two years ago, there was a, there was a kid that was in the, kind of in the theater program that was, mm-hmm. um, I would definitely say he was, a, he was a bully to the other kids mm-hmm. in the program. But, uh, what was interesting is I went and I volunteered. Uh, at the school, um, I think twice, and I saw him, and it was it was interesting because he wasn't in kind of a, a a social group that you kind of associate with bullies, mm-hmm. and it didn't really seem during regular school time 
he was much of a bully. It was this this smaller group that he felt like he could kind of run and and uh, and bully the the kids and and I just talked to her about that and I said, hey, you know what? Just let him know what you how you're feeling about it. And definitely, if you need to talk to your teacher, obviously that's like talk to your teacher. That's kind of their job. Yeah. And uh, so, but uh, she she handled it pretty good. I mean, she's not she's not one to kind of roll over. She'll tell she'll tell you. What she's thinking. I mean, that's a 14 year old girl, you know, most of the time. <laughs> Mine, anyways. I don't know. <laughs> she'll tell me what she's thinking. I'll walk out of the house right. and she'll be like, You're wearing that? I'm like, uh, <laughs> well, I was. What's wrong with this? <laughs> I guess I'm not now, but, uh, so. Well, that's uh, good. I'm glad to hear that she's that, you know, confident. I, I, you know, in mine, I see, I see flashes of that, but I also see, um, and I don't know that bullying is really part of it, but just, you know, kind of being aware of what others think, um, you know, about maybe what you're wearing or what you're doing, you know, those sorts of things. Uh, that's kind of my concern, too. I think I think sometimes kids worry about that. And I mean, you know, when we when we grow up, we realize who cares what other people think in a lot of respects. But yeah, in some um, respects. So, um, so here's a question, uh, since you have two mm-hmm. churches, yeah. <laughs> what, what kind of advice do you give parents when they come to you or if, they, or if maybe they have it, they haven't, if you have parents come to you that say, Hey, my kid's being bullied, what kinds of things would you advise them from kind of a pastoral aspect? Yeah. Well, I have to admit, I haven't really had anybody come up and, and talk to me about that, that I can remember unless it was, um, a long time ago, but I have, you know, I am involved in, in, um, our youth's education in my churches and we have talked about bullying and, you yeah. know, a lot of the things that the kids say, I mean, they, I don't know, I think maybe, you know, school systems. And I mean, I know in the schools around here, there's off, they, it seems like about every year they bring in, um, you know, keynote speakers to kind of talk about bullying and, Right. And there's all sorts of, uh, um, you know, signs in the halls and things about no, no bullying and no bully zone and all those sorts of things. I think they're they're actively, you know, reaching out to kids. So I haven't you know, I hear these horror stories, you know, where kids are, are bullied in, into situations where awful things happen. And right. I mean, I haven't I haven't had to deal with anything like that. But um, I mean, I good. I think, uh, you know, you have to know where your strength lies and, and where your value lies. Um, and, you know, and you have to figure that out on your own. And it, it, it doesn't matter, you know, that doesn't, has nothing to do with whatever, uh, a bully's taunting you with or teasing you about, you right. know. That's definitely true, yeah. I think, uh, I'm trying to think of the situation I've been. I know when I've talked about bullying, I use, uh, different characters. I'm, a lot of my teaching when I would teach or even my, in my preaching, I use characters in the Bible because that's just kind of um, mm-hmm. what I enjoyed being able to relate to characters because there's so yeah. many. There's a ridiculous amount of characters. And, sure. and relating a situation back to a character is you know kind of what I enjoy doing. And so um, for bullying, I definitely would just kind of, I mean, kind of go back to the basic Sunday school related back to Jesus kind of thing. Because uh, he was bullied in some ways, and sure. there's you know some confrontation, and uh, I guess 
at a, as a definition of bullying. I guess you have to look up the definition to see different levels. I'm sure there's different levels of bullying, but just yeah. the way that he was able to handle what was going on. I think of, you know, the, uh, an intense moment when, um, the woman was brought to him and they were like yelling, she should be, you know, stoned to death and this and that. And the way that Jesus responded was just kind of calm and just kind of knelt down yeah. and started to write in the sand. And it was like, well, you know what? Whoever of you is without sin can cast the first stone. Yeah. And then they all kind of left. <clears throat> and uh, how I would relate that to bullying is just the way that Jesus handled it and the way that his demeanor was. He didn't get defensive. He wasn't like, you know. Yeah, he didn't. He refused I, to engage in it, you know. Yeah. It was like, uh, and I'm, I'm sure they came at him. It. Yeah, they came at him probably pretty strong, like running at him, you know, I don't know however, however it was, but I, I imagine that in that situation it would have been easy for him to kind of like, you know, get kind of uh, a defensive, in a defensive mm -hmm. posture, but he just kind of calm and wrote down. Um, actually, funny thing, uh, one of the pastors I worked with, he thought that uh, Jesus w or his theory was Jesus was writing in the sand each one right. of those guys' like sins or things oh. or, or their names or like Names of their special, you know, mistresses or something. I'm like, oh, well, that that would have shut them up pretty quick. Yeah, that would have got them out of there in a hurry. Yeah, yeah. So I don't, I'm not sure about that. I don't think we know. It doesn't say, but you know, we could we could. <laughs> it does say he's writing something? He in just, dirt, but what yeah. is what is Jesus writing? Hey, that sounds like a good. Uh, if we had a, a, a some kind of a poll, which we don't have a Facebook page, but hey, there we go. That might be something we can have an email. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, email us at uh, BibleBeardCast at gmail.com what you think Jesus was writing in the sand uh, when uh, when they brought that woman to him to be to be stoned. Um, that's totally not the topic we were going to talk about or the story we were going to talk about. <laughs> but you know what? That's the best thing about uh, BibleBeardCast is we can go wherever we want because... That's right. It's, it's in the Bible and we have beards. <laughs> so... We're pretty much blanketing. So it works. You know, the Bible Beardcast <laughs> talks about uh, all things, and we hit the New Testament and the Old Testament. That's right. And we're almost at, at twenty minutes. So um, I was trying <laughs> to think of of, of uh, someone in the Bible that would be another kind of example of a bully or being bullied. And the only one I could really think about, which wasn't exactly a bully, is Goliath. Because he was more of a, he wasn't really a bully. He was just a big giant, and he was just kind of taunting them, the yeah. whole lot of people. So I'm not sure he would count as a bully, um, in some ways. But uh, well, he definitely got taken out. So I mean, that's you know, any story where a bully gets taken out, I think is going to uh, be happy for our audience. Yeah, for sure. So, um, but other than that, I'm trying to. Uh, I can't really. Uh, I can't really nail down another another I, I, bully time. I, I did have a, a friend of mine preached a message one time, and he likened the temptation of Jesus with Satan bullying him. Um, mm -hmm. With the uh, it, 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 he he saw it the way he he described it was you know after after Satan shows Jesus the you know all of the. 
uh, kingdoms of the world and says, you know, I'll give them, you know, you'll have all this glory and prestige and all you have to do is bow down and worship me and Jesus refuses. And then he, he um, described the reply then of Satan as sort of being uh, a bully motive. And that was when he said, you know, well, then prove it, you know. Right. Prove that you're the son of God, you know, uh, you know, you're, you're talking it, but prove it, you know, let's go up here and, and you can jump off and, and then of course he, you know, throws scripture in his face, um, which is a, a pretty amazing tactic, you know, oh, I think it was Psalm 91, he repeats to him and, uh, you know, scripture says you won't Isn't even, that? you know, strike your foot on a stone. So just, you know, prove it. And, uh. You know, I can re- <laughs> I can remember being on the playground as a kid and a bully, point, you know, uh, pointing at his chin and going, "Won't you take the first punch?" You know. Oh yeah. And um, which I didn't because, as I told you, I was scrawny. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was pretty. I was pretty scrawny. I was I was very tall. Like sixth grade, I was like already six foot tall. Six feet. Wow. Tall. So yeah, I definitely. Uh, I was a good. I was a good mark for some bullies. So, um, I actually, do have a, a very funny uh, bully story that uh, involves my my, my mom, who, um, well, my mom did daycare at our house my the whole time I was growing up. So she was mm-hmm. you know always home when we got home, and it was uh, wonderful to to be able to have that kind of experience. Uh, I had actually a lot of my friends would come over to our house after school because. My mom was home and she always had food, so that's kind of. Nah. But uh, I was in I was in sixth grade, and uh, I had, had some you know some trouble with some bullies and mm-hmm. some some bullies that kind of um, making fun of me, making fun of my family, um, and uh, I definitely was probably not responding the way I should have. Mm-hmm. And so uh, this one time, this day kind of came, and I was walking home. And my mom decided, for whatever reason, she decided she was going to come and meet me, you know, halfway. Our house was like two blocks from from the school, and so she's walking. She tells me, she told me this later. She was she was walking towards the school, and she saw these kids like ducked behind a car, and uh, she was like, "That seemed odd." And so she started walking up to these kids, and she's like, "Hey, what's going on?" And the kids, <laughs> whatever reason, the kids either they didn't see her or they didn't know. You know, she didn't realize she was an adult. They were like, oh, we're going to get this kid as he walks past us. And my mom was like, oh, really? Which kid? And then uh, and then I guess I turned the corner by the school and they pointed like, oh, we're going to get that kid. We're going to get that kid. And so uh, my mom kind of stood up over them and was like, well, you know what? I can't let <laughs> you do that because that's my son. And I guess they looked at her and gave some explicit uh, words. And she, you know, marched them to the principal's office and. <laughs> and, uh, and it was super. It was it was funny in that in the respect that well, first of all, bullies aren't smart <laughs> because there's some insecurity. I feel like this is my words. You know, I feel like bullies people you know that bully other people have the insecurities, and that's just kind of a default. I mean, it's obviously easier to just kind of get with a group and and bully someone and be mean to someone than to take the high road and be like, maybe we shouldn't do this kind of thing. Right. And I think it's, think it's super funny that my mom was just standing there and they were like totally telling her they're going to beat this kid up. Even if it wasn't me, my mom probably still would have been like, um, no, you're not because yeah. that's wrong. 
and you're going to the principal's office right now. Let's go. Uh, but how <laughs> classic is it that she's there? Yeah, it was very funny. You're the kid. I mean, it was hilarious. Yeah, that's so awesome. I always uh, that's always one of my favorite uh, my favorite stories. My mom literally having my back. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, we are at about the end of our time. Got 24 minutes, so I think uh, I don't have any extra wise words to to uh to sign off on um you could email us at biblebeardcast at gmail.com um definitely check out uh bible journaling uh at illustratedfaith.com um probably the next episode or in a couple episodes we'll talk a little bit about bible journaling uh is our big you know corporate sponsor not really yes she's not a corporate you know our business sponsor is uh shauna noel and illustrated faith and uh, we love them and yes we like all the things they're doing. I actually, I should share, I started some journaling with the Bible products. And actually, this verse that we read, oh, I should have, maybe I'll post a picture somewhere. In the show notes? If, in the show notes. I don't like you post pictures on the show notes. When we have our blog up, I'll post pictures. But I did a journaling of this verse. And I used these fancy, you know, colorful letters that the girls use to Bible journal. And I put, uh, haters gonna hate. <laughs> and I pointed to this verse. <laughs> It is, it's super That's funny because awesome. it's kind of what we were talking about. We were talking about uh, being able to share Bible journaling with guys is yeah. totally different. Like I try to explain it to guys and they're like, what? But uh, I know um, my journaling looks a lot different because you hand draw all yours and you're an amazing yeah. artist. And oh, I'm, like, thank you. I'm like stick figures here. So, <laughs> but uh, we definitely give a shout we out to We all have them. our own style. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, I'll have in the show notes, I'll definitely have uh, this verse from Nehemiah. And um, what else? What other what other verse do we talk about? Well, we talk about Jesus and the woman. And yeah. I'll put those, I'll put some of those show notes in there just in case people want to read them and they want to find where in the Bible. Because um, we obviously, you know, know the Bible and everything in it, right? <laughs> oh, yes. You yeah. Know, so such- some people might not know the. Uh, where the Old Testament is. We almost called it is. the Bible Scholar Podcast. Yes, the Bible Scholar, Bible. but uh, we decided uh, Bible Beardcast sounded a lot cooler. Yeah. So uh, so I'll put the verse in there and uh, so people can kind of check it out. So um, if you like our podcast, definitely give us a like and a share and a whatever else you do with podcasts to uh, maybe send to other people, other guys that might be interested in listening to uh, two guys uh, talk about the bible and we didn't really talk about beards this time but that be no. episode two we'll get into some beard talk and beard yes. beard not beer beard <laughs> even though we have you know beer later anyways uh so <laughs> i think that's about it so uh i'm uh jonathan from california and uh, yeah. you're listening to the bible beard cast with mike from indiana there we so go long, everybody thanks for listening